Welcome to Fascinating Insights with breaking news on the way. Christianity under attack by mainstream media. News outlets across the globe have been attacking Christian faith. This is a consistent problem, and I wasn't aware of it because I usually stay away from the news. Any real Christian who is mature in their walk with Jesus can see through the lies that these people peddle daily. Most of these news organizations are nothing more than anti-Christian writers. That's all they that's all they pay for is anti-Christian writers. The, all these stories are anti-Jesus. They're they are not pro. Um, it, and surprisingly, you'll even see this type of this type of anti-Christian behavior coming from Christian news sources such as the Christian Post and other ones like that. I was surprised. Um, a lot of why evangelicals should not support Trump or why evangelicals shouldn't do this. You know, if you're a Christian, you should understand that politics are divisive to begin with and that they ha- you have no place in them. I'm not saying don't participate, don't be a citizen. Uh, the Bible says, you know, we should be good citizens. But that doesn't mean that we want to be arguing over divisive policies and things like that. That's not our place. If you're gonna if you're gonna go fill out this November, if you're gonna go cast a vote, vote in line with your beliefs. Don't sit there and argue with people about it, though. Don't go out there and debate this issue and that issue, things you can't change, because that's just causing unnecessary divisiveness. But some of these headlines that have been coming out lately have been insane, such as for in these turbulent times. My guest this week is a Christian leader. Reverend Jacqueline Lewis, who says she's ashamed at how religion is being used to divide America. Her mission is to change that. Today, we take a look at God, race, and activism through her eyes. John, thank you. George Washington University in D.C. hosting a seminar called Christian Privilege in America. Racism, white racism comes from Christian churches and white privilege in Christian churches and um, Jesus being attacked for some churches having statues of a white Jesus or portraits or paintings of a white Jesus or movies of Jesus' skin color being white. This is really offensive to me. And then there's all these people coming out um, and they have offensive things to say about this. And I'm not just talking about... People on the internet or activists or people that we know are not Christian. I'm talking about Baptist preachers. I'm talking about people standing up there with a microphone and has a church in front of them, an audience sitting here insulting portraits. Uh, One of them is a guy named Pastor Greeno, um, which was completely offensive. I mean, it was so offensive. And this guy is obviously not a Christian. He has no idea what it means to be a Christian, and he's not walking in the faith. I'm not trying to judge the guy, but if you're sitting here and your message is something offensive, um, like his, even the video's offensively titled, and yeah, it's offensive. It's not, and it's not offensive because it's wrong. Because he he's saying something true that is not the truth. He's speaking lies. That's why it's offensive, and he's and he's deceiving his audience. Here's the thing that we do know for a fact. And they use, here's the thing about, about that right off the back. 
First off, first off, the Middle East, the the Jewish people, the Jewish people were not some where people always try to sit there and put it as a race thing. The Jesus, that race, it was not a race. It's a people. It's a nation. The Bible never calls them a race. Racism is this modern concept where you're white, you're black, you're Asian. That that's a modern concept. That that is a that is an ideal that has been produced over the last several hundred years. That is not something that has existed historically. Do you go back through your history books? Go through history class. Go through your encyclopedias. Go searching online. You do not see a theme of racism. As a matter of fact, nearly none of the historical characters you've learned about do they talk about race? Do they? You, you don't hear about it. You just don't hear about it. And people today will sit here and say this or that, you know. Um, I was listening to one guy who was talking about uh, Santa Claus, who was based on St. Nicholas. And first off, Christ- Christians shouldn't even be celebrating Christmas. It's 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 not. If you do celebrate, you should be celebrating it at a church and celebrating Christ, not celebrating some pagan holiday. Megan Kelly's doing a segment on Christmas. She's going to bring Santa into it. She's going to bring race into it. Fascinating. Let's watch. In Slate, they have a piece uh, on .com. Santa Claus should not be a white man anymore. And when I saw this headline, I kind of laughed. And I said, oh, this is so ridiculous. Yet another person claiming it's racist to have a white Santa. You know? And by the way, for all you kids watching at home, Santa just is white. But this person is just arguing that, that maybe we should, we should also have a black Santa. But, you know, Santa is what he is. And just so you know, we're just debating this because someone wrote about it, kids. Okay, I wanted to get that straight. Oh, Santa's white, is he? Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> well, uh, Santa's, of course, based on St. Nicholas. St. Nicholas is from modern-day Turkey. Hmm, interesting. I'm glad to think Fox News uh, thinks that uh, Turks are white. Thank you. And you might think that, right? Now, of course, he wasn't Turkish. He was Greek at the time. <laughs> and, uh, for, and for all time, really. And, uh, and what happened was the Dutch took it and made a bunch of stories about it. And a lot of that happened in the U.S., people of Dutch origin. And also, St. Nicholas was the most popular saint in Europe for a long time, especially in Holland. And so, Okay, so that guy's channel is called The Young Turks. And he, he probably doesn't realize that there's really only three classifications of race. Um, a lot of people try to say here, yeah, but if you work for the Census Bureau, and there's some other ones too, they'll go ahead and put down Pacific Islander and stuff. But there's really only three categories of race, and that's white, black, and Asian. Um, Greeks would be considered white people, so would Turkish people. So, yeah, I don't know why he's thanking anybody for being called a particular race. Uh, It's just how God made us, right? Um, So, yeah, if you didn't know that, that's actually, go look that up. Uh, I learned that in actually an art class. That's kind of an interesting one, huh? But, yeah. So, St. Nicholas probably was white. And I'm not Catholic, so I really, I know it's based on St. Nicholas, but still Christmas, the actual holiday, is a, a pagan origin. Um, we do celebrate, Christians do celebrate Christmas, and they should celebrate Christ whenever you get a chance. You know, it's good to be around family, it's good to be around that, but the pagan aspects of it should be taken out. The the wreath on the door, the holly berry, all that stuff should be cast out. That, that's just right off the back. But 
the Jews were not, it never says that the Jews were a particular color, a particular skin color. People will point to uh, a few verses back in like Daniel, uh, some prophecies Daniel had or prophecies or the visions that was given to John when he was in the spirit in the book of Revelations. Um, and and they usually twist those words. I mean, the actual scripture says um, or that it appeared to him with his hair as white as snow, as white as a lamb or white as snow. Or white as wool. That's what it says. White as wool or white white as snow is what it says. It doesn't sit there and say that it's curly like wool. It doesn't sit there and say that it's it, it looks like a sheep hair. No. It, it doesn't sit there and say that he has an afro. No. It, it sat there and says that he has white hair. It's white hair in the spirit when he comes to him. He says that his feet are like brass or shined, shiny brass burning in a furnace. Not burnt, not 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 the color of charcoal. It, it's saying burn in a furnace, uh, furnace. Not not copper. It's brass. It, that means it's shiny. Have you ever burnt or uh, have a uh, piece of brass inside of uh, a furnace and seeing it glow? It's going to be glowing. Metal glows in a fireplace. It's glowing. We're seeing an aura here, a glow, a radiance. This is what we see. Scripture says we see that radiance. Um, Daniel says that his skin was like beryl, which is a crystal. A uh, crystal is what that is. Uh, it's one of the stones that was worn on the Levitical priest's uh, breastplate. Uh, that's where the zodiac comes from. The uh, birthstones come from, interestingly enough, from the 12 tribes. Everybody has their birthstone. That's where that originates from. Uh, just in case you didn't know, that's kind of interesting. I thought it was interesting. Uh, but so, yeah, and, and that's like a translucent stone. Uh, th there's a couple different stones. It could have a bluish hue from what I was researched on that. It could have like a translucent look to it. Uh, some people think that it might have been uh, an actual topaz, and it's just kind of a translation thing. Uh, so there's no way to define the race of Yahshua's Messiah. No, no. There is no way to sit here and say, and if he wanted us to know the race, if he wanted, a, and, if, and if the Lord wanted us to know the race, his race, he would have sat there and said, write this down. Wouldn't he? As a matter of fact, he would have told the Jews if he wanted the Jews for everybody to know that. He would have said, write this down. He didn't. He didn't. And when we look at scripture, we see that Moses' wife wasn't a, uh, wasn't a Hebrew. We see that Solomon had a bunch of wives. And one of them we know was an Egyptian. And then people will sit here and argue, well, we know the Egyptians, well, they were this skin color. And no, we can look at the Egyptian cave, we can look at Egyptian paintings inside their temples, and we see white people, we see black people, we see Arab, um, or like a tan, you know, maybe a tanner, olive-colored skin people. Uh, so we see a variety of races in there. When we look at the region, we see statues that are white and blue-eyed. There is a, a large number of statues in that region that are white and blue-eyed. We have uh, first-period temples. We have, we have mosaics from early temple structures as far back as 400 A.D. Um, that they found the mosaics on the floors of stories, biblical stories, and where we see the characters in there being portrayed both as white and and as black. So that's a pretty fascinating. And you know what? As a matter of fact, I have that clipping right here. And I'm going to sh share that with you so you guys have a reference point. And that is the temple floor of the Haku. 
It's H-U-Q-O-Q. It's 400. I'm probably pronouncing that wrong. I'm not very uh, up on my Hebrew. Um, so there's it's a 400-year-old, a 400 A.D. Jewish temple depicting biblical stories. And it clearly shows mixed-race people. It shows a black person and a white person arguing there. I mean, and if somebody wants to argue about... And then we have a 4,400-year-old Egyptian tomb depicting a white lady and what appears to be two aboriginal-looking gentlemen. It's very clear in the Egyptian temple walls we can see that there are white and black people there. When we see the migration of the Jews, we see it through the Mediterranean and Asian areas of North Africa and Southern Europe. So the ideal that when people want to keep discussing racism when it comes to 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 biblical faith, it, it's wrong. And we can look at uh, modern, we look at the modern day Middle East. Do we see a large African population in that area of the world today? No. Well, what do we see? We see a mixed race people. Uh, we don't see just a monolithic race of white people or black African people or Asian pe- or Chinese people. No, we, we don't. We, we see a mixed group of the Sumerians or Samaritans. They are mentioned in the Bible. We clearly know that they are not Jewish, but practice the Jewish faith and are descendants from the same line. But they clearly, they clearly, today, if you look at pictures of them, you see a mixed race people. We know that the Jewish faith was continued on through European countries. We see this. We do not see um, some monolithic race ever being presented throughout the Bible, through Scripture. We see a bloodline. We see a bloodline. That is a consistent thing. We see a bloodline. We see a ancestral genealogical. I can't say that word right now. (laughs) We see genealogy. Um, But we see that. We, We see inheritance. We see people. We do not see some monolithic race. And I'm sorry I got off track there for a second, but I really just wanted to get into that because it's something that's been coming up a lot. And you got a lot of Christians that are out there putting out these these fake pictures of, uh, and it's really, and they're being offensive, and they're attacking people's posts when they. And you know, I don't believe in icon. Uh, iconographer anyway i don't believe that people should be sitting out there putting portraits of jesus out and stuff like that i know that a lot of people do it but the christians ain't worshiping those pictures we're not worshiping those statues um so that and you know people have sat there and argued with me and i've sat there and i pointed it out and some of the posts that have been uh you can go to my instagram and check that out by the way if you guys want to look at that i have a little post up there a little story of that on how it goes and you can check that out and you could find it at fascinating uh insights podcast or fascinating underscore insights on instagram you can also find me on twitter at uh fascinate at fascinating in or ins either one but you can go check that out uh those are great things to look at if in case you want a little bit more reference and a little bit more detail on that but just do some history do some looking you'll see the statues are of mixed race people throughout the entire middle east it's a cradle of civilization people were coming and going uh so you would have seen that you know there's a reason why we're not hearing a particular race ever it's never themed that way it's always themed as a nation or as a people Uh, So that's just something to be looking at. So when people try to put racism toward the Christian faith, it's wrong. 
it's wrong. Uh, as far as Christians promoting racism, this is inherently wrong. From the very beginning, this is wrong. People sit here and have lied to people about history. They have lied about all the way back to the beginning, all the way back to the beginning. Christians, Christians are fundamentally, fundamentally, their faith, their walk with Jesus tells them to love everybody. That's right. No matter their skin color, no matter their background, no matter how horrible of a person they could have been or how great of a person they could have been. We're to love each other, everybody like ourselves. That's right. That's right. Tyrants, all of them. That's right. No matter no matter if that person does something you fundamentally you cannot stand, you're supposed to accept that person, love that person, and help that person. And get that person to come to Jesus if you can. Tell them about Jesus. You know, spread the gospel with them. You know, may, let them make his own mind. Hopefully Jesus will get them to come to him, you know. So remember, Jesus loved us first. So we got to love others. God loves us a lot. And we got to reciprocate that. He forgave us of our sins. We need to forgive others. What do you mean to me? I don't want to forget how you died and rules to set me free. I don't want to be another voice. Ashamed to say your name. Jesus, you are so much greater. And my life will speak your fame. All people that come to God and all people that come to Jesus are put there by the Father. That's what Scripture tells us. Um, but yeah, it is not about divisive behavior. If you have a pastor that's preaching this divisive type of talk, I'd look for another church. I would talk to that pastor. I would say, Pastor, you know what? Do you own a history book? Do you know how to read the words in the Bible? Because obviously you're not. You're, you're twisting the words of Scripture. You're twisting scriptural phrases to make your point. You're, you, you, you have sat there and lied and created a false narrative that is untrue, and you're promoting it. That's wrong. That's fundamentally wrong. Um, I mean, look at that part of the world today. Like I said, look at that part of the world today. We, we don't see that today. Uh, we, we, we don't have historical proof that it was that way then. As a matter of fact, all the historical evidence points to it being differently. But so, so Christians, though, with our walk with Jesus, we're supposed to love one another. Never talks about... If somebody's saying something different, if somebody's out there promoting a theme of racism, uh, such as the the Southern racist groups from the uh, early on, the uh, KKK, I don't even like to say their name, but the Klan, um, they are a, th that organization, that is not Christian at all. I mean, look at it, they burn crosses. They are an organization that is burning crosses. How would that be Christian at all? They practice lynch mobbings and hurting people, and they preach hatred. There is nowhere in there is that the message of Jesus Christ. Nowhere is that the message from anywhere in the Bible to preach hatred and evil and to burn crosses and to do things like that. So, I mean, anybody who thinks that that's a Christian organization is fundamentally wrong. Just as wrong as they would be thinking of anybody who's sitting here trying to preach that Jesus is a particular skin color. Or Jesus, or sitting there telling people to tear down statues or to, to attack these types of narratives or to go out there and 
aggressively attack pictures and portraits of, 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 of white Jesus. These are not Christians. I don't care if that person says he's a Baptist preacher or if he says he's a whatever preacher. I'm just saying that because of Mr. Greeno there. Uh, I apologize. I'm not trying to attack Baptists there. Uh, that's that's not the narrative of this. There's a lot of great Baptists. I like Southern Baptists particular, particularly. Um, so, yeah, so I, I apologize about that. So I'll make sure we stay a little bit more on point there. But I'm just thinking of the Mr. Greeno there, the whatever he is, uh, calls himself a pastor, but he's definitely not one. But we see this, and... I actually don't know if he even is a Baptist. It's just a Baptist sent it to or sent me the clip initially. He actually calls himself an apostle. I guess he doesn't even call himself a pastor. So anyway, to get back to this narrative and just to kind of sum it all up and, you know, they're right here. People are attacking. Look who's telling you uh, that Christian privilege or whatever it is, is coming from the church. I guarantee you the groups that are telling you that are not Christians. If there's a group telling you that, if you read an article that's coming from there, do some research. I guarantee you're going to find out that the person who wrote that or whoever sponsored that article, who whoever sponsors that organization that put that out is not Christian. They are not a follower of Jesus Christ. And you could test them on it. I have. And you know what? Those people usually will admit to not being a follower of Jesus. They don't know nothing. They don't know nothing about Jesus. Show them love. Show them compassion. Ignore their divisiveness. Pray for them because they are the enemy. Pray for them. They're the enemy. Pray that we don't fall victim to it. And so anyway, this has just been an episode, hopefully to bring a little bit of guidance, hopefully to give a voice to what is the truth, that this is not... This divisiveness is not something Christians need to be involved in. We need to be focused on Jesus, on our Lord and Savior. He is the only person that truth comes from, straight from heaven. We need to, there used to be a saying, what would Jesus do? What would Jesus do? I love that saying. I, th I think Christians should go back to remembering that and focusing on that. What would Jesus do? Uh, he would identify for what it is. I think, you know, it's, it's a divisiveness. It's, it's taking people away from their walk with Jesus. It's, it's taking you away from doing good works for humanity and living with the Lord and being a better Christian, being a better person. As Christians, we are challenged to think about what Christ would do in any given situation so we might do likewise. In the message, What Would Jesus Do?, we learn how Christ's example of humility and self-sacrifice shows us how to love people through lowering ourselves. So don't be out there being uh, spread. This, you know, if you're going to be divisive, be divisive with the truth. Tell people the truth. Don't be divisive because of lies. And don't allow these lies to be divisive for you. Make sure we're spreading the truth, not these lies. Uh, anyway, thanks a lot for listening. God bless each and every one of you, and peace be with you in the name of Jesus Christ.